Hello, Brent. Yo. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just kidding. I don't care how you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I'm I'm really good. All right. (laughs) You're not. No, you're not. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Oh, man. man. Uh, Podcasting. Yo, I, I have so many podcasts to listen to from 2020. I don't know how people keep up. I think uh, you got to just cut out some of them. If you went this long without them. You think I got to drop some? Yeah. Fuck. I feel really bad or about Or you that. need to, uh, you know what I've been doing? I've been going for walks mm-hmm. or runs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And walking specifically, man, I could, I could go for like a five-mile walk yeah. and just blast a podcast. I've been doing podcasts while I work out. Do you find you like for your you quit paying attention sometimes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not ideal. Uh it works sometimes, but like I'll not pay attention to either working out or listening. Yeah. And that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be like sitting on I, the uh, bench and I'll be like, what'd they say? <laughs> and then drop some shit on my face. <laughs> what, you know. what's your what's your go-to podcast right now considering you're so far behind uh my go-to my go-to for for a while now has been the uh we hate movies podcast okay because it's like very it, you can do like real one-offs on that because they'll just like like i can oh shit man i'm so far behind but like i can cherry pick like the whatever is like a movie that i want to hear them rip on or something you know and it's just an hour and a half, and like I can listen to it over the course of however many days or whatever it is, and that's uh, that's pretty good. Like I really like um, I we we've talked about this before, and they're they're friends, but the Axe to Grind podcast too. I really like that, but I don't like to go out of order on that one, and I am really far behind on that. And I like I I like to hear them in order, so that one is that one's tough. That one's gonna have to, and I like I'm gonna have to listen to the progression through pandemic when I finally have some time to like, listen to all of them again, you know? Yeah. That's a really hard thing too. Cause when I have to go back and listen to old podcasts, I don't know if you get this and this mm-hmm. might just be like a, a product of being way too like watching too many YouTube videos and things like that. But yeah. I get like fear of missing out in the weirdest way where when I'm listening to a podcast that was recorded last year, yeah, I start this feeling of like, I don't even want to listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, it's done. I'm, it's, I missed the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I just want to watch, like, if I watch YouTube videos, like, I can't even. Sometimes I can't even watch like a Netflix TV series, right? Because I'm like, this was, this is like from last year, right? And so I'll just go to like YouTube and I'll watch somebody tell me about some product that I'm never gonna buy <laughs> for twenty minutes. <laughs> Yo. You are part of that like YouTube generation, basically, right? Like you look at you yeah. go to YouTube j- just to watch shit. And I've heard people say this, and I don't know how that. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, what do you do? Like to me, this unless I'm directly looking for something or someone's linking me, like I can't just like go to YouTube and just be like, well, what am I gonna watch now? Like I, I don't know how you do that. How do you go down that rabbit hole? You know what? Uh, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but that rabbit hole is getting harder and harder to fall down. You're kind of really sold whatever you've been watching. Mm. That makes sense. Algorithms like even on YouTube, need to go. 
yeah, like daily vlogging became a thing. Uh, Why? I'm not because you wanted to see that person every day. Right. It was like, you can just get pushed that video every day. Uh, I've had it. I've had it with, I've had it with algorithms. I've had it with social media guessing what you might like. Like, yeah. don't you get, I don't want anyone to guess what I might like. I just want to look at what I like. You just know? find it. Yeah. I feel like right before social media, when you had stuff like found and Tumblr and stuff like that, where it was a very natural, organic way of just like falling down the rabbit hole, old YouTube, you know, mm -hmm. that's when you just like, it felt like you were discovering, like going to a record store when you're a kid and looking through the CDs or whatever and being like, this, this looks cool. I don't know what it is, but it looks cool. I'm going to just check it out. Like that doesn't exist anymore. It's like if you went to a record store today and you you were just you picked up one thing, right? Like I was talking about the Beastie Boys like last episode. You picked up Beastie Boys and then some like someone came up to you and was like, Here, listen to this, listen to this, and listen to this. And these are the only options. You can't even try to look through the rest of this store. This is what I'm giving you to listen to. You know? Yeah. You might like it, you might not. I don't know. I'm guessing just based on that one thing that you're holding. There's a whole sea of shit over here that you could like, but you're not allowed to listen to it. Dude, that is that's literally uh like grade probably like grade five and grade six and stuff when I would go to the comic book shop. Yeah. And it was like I was buying a comic and I remember the owner would be like, Oh, you, you might like this. Cause like I didn't know what to buy. Right. And he's like, You'll probably like this. And it's like you buy it and you read it and you're like, Oh, I kinda like that. And next time you're in there, like, did you kind of like that? And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, you should check this out. Right. And I guess what we're saying is like, we want social media to do that for us. But last podcast, you were talking about going to the store and looking at looking through animation cells. Right, right, right. It's like that that process of just me exploring. And I might have to go through a lot of shit I don't care about, but at least yeah. I was exposed to it. Right. I, you know, yeah. I think it's okay to have recommendations I don't think it's okay for them to feed only recommendations and not allow you the opportunity to discover things outside of those recommendations. Because, like, how do you know? Okay, say I'm on Instagram, right? And say mm -hmm. I'm looking at illustration or say I'm looking at tattoos and fucking pictures of old New York City, right? Two things that I enjoy looking at. Now, Instagram will just be like, here's tattoos and here's pictures of old New York City and blah, blah, blah. How do I know that I don't, like, like it doesn't even give me the chance to just be like, I had no idea that, like, um, there are instruments in, in native Australian tribes that are, like, super cool and sound awesome. Like, how I would never be able to find that given those two things. Like, there's no connection yeah. to that. And I might think that shit is awesome, like the original didgeridoo or something. You know, I'll never know because it doesn't allow me the opportunity to find it. You got a didgeridoo on the on the soundboard? Oh, fuck no! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I feel like that was a specific specific reference. No, to a I, ju I just really like didgeridoos. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely brought didgeridoos up. Have previously. I? Yeah. No, I I I truly enjoy a good didgeridoo. <laughs> I, re I, Dude, I don't really know what a didgeridoo is. You don't? No, I don't think. Well, wait, make the sound. Give me a sound reference. It's uh okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, no, 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 no. It's like a like oh. kind of like you know what I'm talking about? Peter Frampton? N no. No. Does Peter Frampton have a didgeridoo? 
I don't know. He's got the mouth thing that makes him go like, wow. No, that's a different thing. Okay. Yeah. That's a didgeridoo? Uh, that was a really bad example of a didgeridoo. Sound like uh, like a really bad try at the trombone. Yeah, you know, man, that was hold on. somebody with one lung blowing into a trombone. <laughs> a one lung. They're like I want to be a jazz player. And their mom's like, I will get you a trombone, but we'll get you a sack. <laughs> You're more of a flute kind of kind of lung capacity person yeah yeah i think so yo i'll tell you one thing um i'm looking up didgeridoo samples to show you they're all horrible samples oh oh so do you think there's an untapped market there for didgeridoos yeah i do and maybe if instagram would give that to me i'd be able to find where like the good didgeridoos are yeah or (laughs) or know that you got to fill that market you got to fill that gap i could be that person I could do yeah. that. I could definitely um, do that. Actually, this is a good question then. What design niches have you gone through in your life and how did you know which one to stop and pursue a career in? Oh, God. You know what? Um, I don't really know if I've ever done anything besides what I do. And it's funny because yeah. I feel like I feel like you could look at my work over the course of like the last 25 years and just be like, well, John did this and then John did that and John did this. But in my eyes, I'm doing the same exact thing. I'm just like slightly changing a piece of it, you know, every couple of years. Yo, I brought this up before on the podcast is like, uh, you're a perfect example of somebody who hasn't continued to do the same thing, Mm -hmm. but if somebody says, oh, do you like John Contino? For everybody, they'll go, oh, like this, they have a very specific piece. But if you go and look at your, like look at look through your book even. Yeah. And it's like dramatically changed. Like every, yeah. really. Yeah. Like, I mean, to me, I spot things in my work and I'll do things in my work that I've always done since I was a little kid. Yeah. And to me, those are the core elements. Everything else is just kind of like, shaping you know like the skeleton is always the same and it'll always be the same yeah. and and i i feel like even if i go like a like crazy abstract like picasso and when i'm 90 it's still going to be the same as the the comics i drew when i was six yeah you know and this person asked more specifically then that they do ui ux design and they're also doing they want to get into like animation but they don't they don't know if they could do all those kinds of things but i think you probably should. I think you know. More. You know what I think, and and we do this with the studio too. Is that it's it's nice to do something and get good at it to the point where you can twist it and turn it and change it and mold it and whatever. And yeah. then when you feel good about that, learning something new and then applying those same things to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Do Let's, do UX and UI and then learn some animation and then take some of the layout and the interactivity of what you do on a daily basis and apply it to animation and then maybe apply yeah. it to 3D rendering and then maybe apply it to 3D printing and then maybe apply it to model making. And, you know, like just f- keep following and just keep applying what you learned, what you feel like, you know, aesthetically 
functionally and just put it into that. And it could be, you know, you could have some cool shit. Yeah, because realistically within design, it's all the same in terms of it. Once you learn composition, color, lay, yep. like layout, topography, that applies to everything you're doing. Even though we're doing animations, right. we're still thinking about the composition and the color and and in each frame. You're just doing it a lot more. You could have an interior designer direct a movie and it could still be yeah. good. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can have Absolutely. you can have a film director um sit down and draw pictures and it could still be good. Yeah. You know. Uh the director of Parasite. Um have you, he just came out with a book and now I'm I'm blanking on his name and uh and the book that came out, but it's all of his storyboards. Oh, and that's his storyboard dude, apparently his storyboards like are exactly what how the movie's kind of shot like really? there's there's very few changes and when there are changes it's like very noted why he decided not to use that that's pretty sick very specific scene that's and so sick. he's already he's already made the movie in a notebook yeah prior to yeah, i think mad max was very similar to that like drawn like a comic book yeah that's right mad max was almost like a frame for frame wasn't it yes like they didn't they didn't like, they didn't miss a beat on that one um you know what I really appreciate too is when actors or, you know, mostly actors, because I think you don't expect this from them, when they are also photographers and they'll take pictures like candid photos on the set of movies and then they come out like 20 years later or whatever. Like, I forget who the last actor was that did that, but like, yeah. um, you'll see that. You'll be like, oh, never before seen photos from such and such from when they were in this movie. And then you see them and they're like really beautifully framed and mm-hmm. it gives you such a different perspective of the film you know yeah and and i think that's if i'm remembering correctly like a lot of those actors either start out wanting to be actors but then have to having to produce their own movies or direct mm-hmm. their own movies to even get parts yeah that they end up learning all these all these uh crafts i guess dude that is how i learned business is when I was in hardcore bands in high school, we could. I didn't know how to get shows. We didn't know how to get shows. I found a place that I found was having shows, and I found the owner, and I said, can I book a show? Sure. So then I booked a show with my band and, like, three other bands that I knew, and then I had to flyer it, tell people about it, collect money at the door, pay the bands at the end, pay the venue, blah, blah, blah. I or not pay business the by just like, but not pay the intern. And, and, yeah. just, <laughs> and then um, just like learned how to run a business from just yeah. trying to just tr- do something completely different. Like I didn't want to run a business. I wanted to play a, a show with my band. Yeah. But in order to do that, the only way I figured out how was to set all this other shit up around it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I, I mean, if you, look at a lot of successful movies or any really any industry it is that yeah it is that to be successful somebody had to just like do it themselves i love that i love that i love i love when people like uh, like we couldn't get anyone to finance our movie so we just got a couple of this and a couple of that and we did this and then we did this ourselves and we did this and here it is and now everybody loves it and it's cult classic or whatever it's award-winning masterpiece it's i wonder how many i wonder how many of those stories are just pr stories but uh <laughs> but like Vin Diesel that was his right like he couldn't get auditions he like 
took out a bunch of money with credit cards, filmed like a short. Steven Spielberg seen the short and wrote him into Saving Private Ryan. Is that how it works? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, had seen crazy. a short film and was like, I want to work with this kid. That's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. Put him in Saving Private Ryan. He has a very limited... I mean, he gets killed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Uh, He's dead. That's pretty amazing, though, because Vin Diesel, like, good for him, man. He picked up those Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever have to work again. Oh, man. Too much money. Yeah. They're all dog shit now, but the first ones were, were, were okay. <laughs> I mean, nine of anything's not a good idea. Dude, you know what's really funny? Um, my my wife and I always talk about like what a million dollars means in 2021 and what it meant when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like how many times when you were a kid did someone say, a million dollars? I'll never have yeah. to work again if I had a yeah. million dollars. Hey, that song. If I had a million dollars. It's like, holy shit, dude. Like a million dollars. Like you could barely like, you could barely like buy a house in like any city in America. If you had a million dollars. That's the thing is like, uh, I mean, even where I am. Okay. So you buy a house, right? You buy a vehicle. Yeah. Like, there you go. That's it. you, You could live a lot simpler, but you're definitely, you're not not working for the rest of your life. Right, right, right. Like it's, it's tiring. Dude, it's and it's amazing like to see the richest of the rich. Like I think it's so sort of like Elon Musk is worth like 190 billion dollars now. Like and it, and then it makes you million. think it's just like, yo, if Elon gave me a billion dollars today, would I never have to work again or in 30 40 years or something like that and is like you're going to like someone who works for fucking McDonald's is just like Yo, I don't know, man, because like at McDonald's, I was making two hundred million, and I was only working part time. You know, <laughs> wait, you think? Can you imagine if inflation is in thirty years? If you have twenty billion dollars, people are like, here, keep you're the like change. middle class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, a million dollars—it's uh, definitely not life changing. If someone's just like, it's like, Both like there's, but... there's like a mom, and it's just like, why don't you marry? Why, why don't you marry Marvin? You know, he's going to be a doctor. He'll be rich. And enough enough with this guy, Jack. He only makes $500 billion a year. This is embarrassing. <laughs> what you, and I heard that he got most of that money from his parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hate that that light came on behind me. I like that light. Yeah, I know you like it. Yeah, it's cool. Wait, why did it just go on by itself? It's a plant light. Oh, yeah. okay. Here and Gross Drugs. Oh, cool. Uh, That's cool. I heard drugs are lucrative. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny to say a million dollars wouldn't change your life because it, because it will, but like a a million dollars will change your life temporarily. I think. Yeah. 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 You know, unless you're, unless you're, unless you're like really smart about managing it. Like some people will probably blow it really fast and then have nothing. Yeah. I heard, um, this musician, this independent musician talking about that uh, when when people sign million dollar record deals and things like that. Yeah. And he's like, you guys know what that means. Like you're you're paying whatever percentage to your manager and your and your yeah. lawyers and stuff like that. He said, So there you're at seven hundred and fifty thousand. He's like, and now the government's gonna take forty percent or fifty yeah, percent or whatever. Right. Like, that million dollar contract that you just signed, you're making about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, all these people are like, Wow, he signed a million dollar record deal yeah 
Dude, it's really fun. When you listen to athletes, too, who are just like, they sign like a $100 million contract for 10 years with a team, right? I, I forget I forget who said it, but they're, you know, like like all the people in your life come out of the woodwork and want to be friends with you. And it might have been like CC Sabathia or something like that. And he's just like, yo, yeah. I don't have that money now. <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's like I, yeah. I don't have it now. Like I have to do things in order to get it. <laughs> yeah. That that's too bad that that I mean it kind of is a lottery but it's like that's the idea kind of behind you never want to win the lottery you want to make your money yourself cuz yeah, it's like right. unless it's like some stupid money. amount of money like some guy in my in my in-laws neighborhood won 330 million dollars in the lottery. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll also take the pressure. Yo, yeah. they could take the 40% out of that too. I'm fine with it. It's fine. Yeah. You could take yeah. it. It's okay. <laughs> but you always hear like stories like that and then it's like, well they lost their family. You know, because their yeah. family's all bugging them for money. It's like, yo, I'll buy a new family. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a good family that appreciates get, me. And you know what? I'll have I'll hire actors that literally <laughs> have to act like my family. I'll give them scripts. Oh yeah. That's I, I that's that's the way to go, man. You wanna get that you wanna get that acting family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wanna do the hot minute? You know what Even you were looking we for? You were looking for a- <laughs> That's what you wanted when you said that. And Why you didn't you give get me it. that? You didn't get Why it. Why did you give me that? You didn't get it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking two um, episodes in a row where you said something good and you got nothing out of it. You know what? I'm going to have to get my own soundboard because you got all the power right now. That's right. Behind that's right. You better believe swaying, it. Yo, swaying the people. Speaking of, the, speaking of having all the power, I saw someone write in and said something. What was it? It was like, yo, why is Brent the cute one? Hashtag Team Brent. Funny, cute and funny. Cute and funny. I didn't know that we were allowed to have our significant others write in. Is that who? <laughs> really? When, when, when we read that, I Did that dawn on you that that could have been your girlfriend? Oh, she would never do anything like that. She's like, listen, <laughs> listen, you're not funny. All right? Okay, so then. saying things like that. You're not funny. Could it have been your mom? No. I'm thinking it's definitely, I messaged you and I said, I bet this is. I said two people. Uh-huh. Whoever that was, you should write in and say who you are. Yeah, we got to know. I think, I think it was. I'll just name drop Joseph DiMaggio. <laughs> our old, our, our first guest ever. Yeah, my old enemy and newly acquainted, newly acquainted friend. Oh, so I you guess. guys are like friends now? Best friends. Best oh, friends. dude, my cat just jumped to the top shelf. <sighs> Is that cat going to knock over that bookcase and we're going to watch you die on YouTube? Yeah, hopefully. It's <laughs> a good way to end it. Then I'm going to have yeah. to just have like a special guest host for every episode from now on. No, no, no. You just take pre-recordings, soundboard me. Ooh, soundboard you. I didn't you think meant- about that, but I will be doing that. <laughs> Oh, but only when I say things that are like really not okay. Yo, <laughs> this is, Uh-oh. you know, I know that they've been doing this on radio for decades and decades, but like, this is an epiphany. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. You know what? What's that? One day we have to listen to my prank calls. Oh, yes. And, uh, we do that in our prank calls. We use soundboards. We're going to do that. We're going to, we're going to listen to you as a, as a teenager do prank calls. Yeah. And we're going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, Break them down, and we're going to discuss them. If they're rude, 
if they, <laughs> I'm sure they're rude. No, um, they they were always pretty nice. Uh, well, they weren't always pretty nice, but we definitely Canadian prank calls. Hey, how you doing, yeah. eh? <laughs> hey, is everything good? All right, nice speaking with you. Is it snowing where where, <laughs> where you are? <laughs> is it snowing? Holy shit! Uh, all right, here's a question. Wait, what is are we doing? Anyone... What are we doing? Are we doing? Uh... Hot minute. Hot minute. <laughs> can't can't Whoa, do it without. Is that the hot minute? That's the... wait. Is it? Wait, let's do catch up first. The Wait. catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many episodes I'm going to go through laughing at this when people are just like, okay, it's not fucking funny anymore. I had a soundboard when I was in sixth anymore. grade. Um, all right, we'll, we'll jump back to the catch up. Okay. Seems that we blew past it. Okay. Fonts, merch, brushes. Booyah. Books. When are those things coming out? Oh, man. Um, Soon. Well, we got we got one font that's almost done that we're mm-hmm. going to be releasing. Got some Procreate brushes just about yep. done. Got a whole bunch of new merch coming. Yeah. You sent uh, me some merch. New book. You know, it's so funny. Like, the new book thing. I, I've been getting a lot of people asking me about doing another book, but, like, the book that I released was was kind of like a career retrospective up until this point. So the next time I do a book like that is going to be years from now. At least five years, I'd say. No, I always message you. I think you got other books. Other books in me? Yeah, yeah, you know, there might be. Yeah, I might I might do some other shit. I don't know. It's it's I, I'm really particular with the book thing. And I would love to do another book. Um I just gotta feel like I gotta I gotta I gotta land on an idea that I I can live with for a few years and work with. Dude, Stephen Heller has 180 books. Ah, yeah, but it's like he's he's writing on particular topics and shit. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I would draw the line into into a second book and what that would be. Like, is it like commentary? Like I I, I know I don't know. Well, like one time someone asked me about um managing. I don't know what what the what what was it? It was like um. Managing yourself, managing clients, stuff like that. Had a had a kind of like like confidence as a designer or some shit like that. And I was just like, oh, that would be a great book, you know, to like really dig deep into like how to feel more confident about your work and 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 just kind of like tell stories about like failure and uh, successes and maybe maybe get some clips, some comments from other people who have done the same thing and like really kind of. Because, like, one of the things I always reference is when I first started thinking about, like, making my own studio, I, you know, freelance for a little bit, but I got the book from the studio Carlson Wilker, and I was really excited because the whole thing was just, like, this is how we became a successful studio. But when you read the book, it's just, like, first we grew up in Germany or wherever they're from, and then we came to New York and rented a studio, and then we were working for Volkswagen. And it's, like, cool, but you, like, left out a lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. You know, like, first of all, how did you afford a studio in New York? <laughs> like, that's the that, thing. And that was I my think first uh, question. pulling it back to like Casey Neistat talks about that all the time, like mm-hmm. this famous YouTuber where he's just like, and then I started doing commercials. And with my commercials, I bought a studio and I just kept making the commercials. And it's right. like, but how yeah. did you find that connection to make commercials? <laughs> yeah, how did you, yeah. How did you what get you, a commercial? What is <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, well, J. Crew just decided to pay me 20 grand to make a commercial. It's like, did you know somebody? Because yeah, like, right, 
Right. You had no work prior to that. Did you call them and just like, hey, you guys need a commercial person? And they were like, yeah, do you want to do it? We'll give you 20 grand. Well, I was just calling to see if you needed help, but sure, I'll do it, I guess. Listen, you want to come down and uh, be the shoe boy? (laughs) At our J Crew on whatever? (laughs) On Broadway? Oh, Uh, my God. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. Um, I also feel like, though, you sent me a bunch of work the other day. And I was like, where did all this come from? Yeah. A lot of it I I had seen in, in doses. Right. But I'd never seen all of it. Right. And there's a lot there. Well, the funny thing is, is like when I did the book, I figured 300 pages would be enough to cover my career. And I ended up skimming the top of the last five years with it. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know what I was thinking about trying to put over 20 years worth of work into 300 pages. I, I, I severely underestimated how many pages that needed to be. Um, so I don't know, maybe, maybe sooner than later then maybe it's cause, um, my publisher at Abrams, um, John Gall, who, who's worked with me, um, he was the one who was just like, my idea is like, let's let's do a book every five years let's instead of just doing like one compendium when you're 75 years old he's like let's let's do volumes let's do this one and then five years later you do this one and then five years later do that one and just it makes it feel a little bit more interesting to kind of break it up that way so that's kind of the plan a little bit with that because i did like that idea but uh maybe there's other shit in between i think you got you got specifically contino studio stuff mm-hmm. books like right there yeah as yeah, well that's true that's true too because it's like you've also done a lot of work yeah just in, internally right with people yeah right like it's yeah with everyone true. that works with us mm-hmm. and yeah right yeah that's true too yeah maybe that maybe, maybe we do that too it's funny as i'm saying all this i'm like uh Yo, where where are you ever gonna find the time to do that shit? I do it. I do not know. I do not know. I will say that the beginning of twenty twenty one has revitalized me a little bit. I, I I've yeah. completely sworn off sleep. I don't need it anymore. Don't need yeah. sleep. I'm feeling good. I'm working all nights. I don't think I slept a wink in the past week and a half. I'm feeling good. Feeling creative. Man, come March, you're gonna crash <laughs> you mean, what do you mean march come february <laughs> yeah yeah it's like tomorrow I, yeah. I just won't hear from you for a while uh yeah i feel like you're you're always working so even over the holidays it was weird when i would text you and you weren't working for yeah, like i a kind day. of forced myself to disappear like to try yeah. and be gone but i still ended up doing some shit I know, I know. But I texted you and I was like, I feel like a crazy ex-girlfriend right now. Yeah. Can you please reply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> wrong number. <laughs> yeah, wrong number. <laughs> um, you left-handed or are you right-handed? right-handed? I guess we're hopping right to the hot minute. Right-handed. Right-handed. Oh, did we need to... Yeah, hot minute. Boom. Boom. Uh... <laughs> Is there anyone that either of you truly hate? Brent. I don't think we actually truly hate anybody. I hate what a lot of people. Brent. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) But see, you don't truly hate me. You just. It's more of a casual hatred. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's really funny is that um, we with the way things are now. Um, Aaron, Aaron says to me, she goes, my wife, Aaron. Well, everybody knows this. Both of our significant um, others' name is Aaron. Yeah. So, but we when, never refer to the other one. So, right, right. So, when Aaron I say Aaron, it means my wife. When Brent says Aaron, it means his girlfriend. Um, she said to me, like the way things are now, Brent must be your best friend. He's like the only person you talk to. And I said, yeah. no. I said, you no. know what's funny? What is? I know that it's absolutely true. No, it's not. It's not. And and I friends. make sure to tell you that that we're not friends and that this is strictly a business relationship. Dude, you text me the other day to say to tell me that uh, to tell me that your wife asked when you guys get the new house, are you going to invite Brent over? Yeah, and you're like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> You, you had to text me to let me know that she was like, you, you'll you invite Brent over, right? And yeah. you're like, no. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, that's hilarious, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, we're best friends. Yeah, no. Um, do I actively hate anybody? No. I don't hate anybody. I mean, either. I think some like, people are whack. I guess I if you define hate, hate like I never go to sleep uh, angry about a person. Right. So yeah, I don't like things that people say and I don't like what they stand for and things like that. But I don't hate them. I don't think about them. I don't wish bad on them. I do wish bad on a few people, but it's not actively. Yeah. I think I don't like anyone who bothers me that much doesn't bother me enough that I have to dedicate a portion of my brain to that person. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I definitely have some, like, racist-ass neighbors that I do not like. Um, but, like, the second I pass their house and I'm past their house, like, if I drive past it and then I'm past them, I forget about them because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, they're, like, they're, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't need that in the, in here. You know, I got plenty of other things to worry about. I have a family. I have work. I have baseball, I have music, I have all things that make up my brain. I don't need, like, hatred in there. Yeah, I'm you not know? a very hateful person. I'm an angry person. I'm you can angry be angry and not hateful. Yeah. Like, shit yeah. pisses me off, don't get me wrong. But, like, I don't, like, whatever. I, it, I don't, I don't, I'm not, like, I don't, I, I try never to say the word hate about anything. And mean it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's a, That's a good... it's a strong word. You know? Like well, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. True hate. Definitely. If you yeah. hate hate something like like, you know, God forbid, like someone fucking kidnapped my kid or like someone like like uh assaulted one of my kids or something, I would hate that person. And I would, actively, I would try to kill that person exactly. And then, and then once they're dead, I don't have to, I don't have to think about them anymore. Right. So I don't even know if I would hate them. I want, I would just. But like that, that I think that's what it would take for me to. What are you looking at? I'm sitting My here cat. looking at Brent, and he's he, you're looking up at the ceiling. Is the cat on the ceiling? No, he's he's on the shelf above me, and I swear because I can see her in the mirror across from me, and yes. she's like figuring out how she's supposed to get down, and she's looking at me like she's gonna jump onto me. I take it back. I hate your cat. 
man. That cat sucks. Yo, yeah. I don't think we hate anybody. No. No. I uh, think I think there's a lot of people who will say that they hate people and they'll have like personal grudges and shit like that, but why? Don't waste your yeah. time. Yeah. Don't waste your time. I just I don't like things. Yeah, in general. But I There are yeah. actions that I don't like. You know? There's shit that people do that I hate when people do shit like that. But like anyone could do Give me that. An example. I don't know. Anyway, like, um, like when I don't know, like when people park in like a handicap spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, just just don't do that. But I don't even know if I hate that. Like, I'm just, I think that's annoying, and I think it's rude. But I don't know if I. I just think that person's lazy. I hate when when I hate if someone like sneezes with and cover like with their hand, and then like will like shake your hands. Yeah, I always (laughs) sneeze right into my uh, right into my armpit. Yeah. Or, or elbow pit, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but you know uh, what, though? I'm trying to think of, like, shit, like, like even, like, when you go to the store or something and someone's, like, super obnoxious to you or is, like, really, like, just so rude, like, it makes me mad, but I just, I don't even know if, like, I hate that that's happening to me. Oh, dude, see, I kind of enjoy when people are, like, Yeah, because it gives you ammo. But I'm never rude back, but I like to be polite and, and, uh, I notice like when people in stores are kind of like jerks. I've had that like a handful of times or whatever. I I find it, it's like I make it a point to like try to have a conversation with them. Yeah, and they're kind of still being. You could tell they don't want to have that conversation. So right, then right, I right. want to have the conversation. Right, right, like, right, what's right. up? How's your day going? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of rude, I guess. But it's just a way usually to it does. Them. It makes them nicer. They they do change their tone usually sure. if you yeah, start. Sure. But you're getting satisfaction out of screwing with them and like really messing up yeah. their flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't wanna they don't wanna be having those conversations. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, but that's like I think we're we're both like that, where we kind of like um we don't actively seek confrontation, but when confrontation presents itself to us, you love it. We embrace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. To be mistaken, I think, for hate. Or uh, on the previous episode, we talked about people thinking they were angry. It's like, we're not angry. We just, we don't, like, shy away from slight confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I certainly don't mind people thinking that I am, I don't know, like a scary person to be around. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me because I can, just like anybody else. You know, you get to a certain place, you could be a scary person to be around. But like, I, I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty mellowed in my old age. Yeah, I pretty, mean, you've said things to me before where it was like, uh, "Oh, don't, don't worry about that stuff. Like, it's just taken away from your yeah your uh, your energy. Don't put don't put your energy into that." Yeah, and yeah. it's funny because I'm like, "What do you mean, like?" What do you mean? Yeah, you don't yeah. want to have that conversation. Well, you're uh, the young, you're the young whippersnapper. I'm the wise old sage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sage. <laughs> Yo, I just bought a sage sweatsuit. What's what? <laughs> I just bought a sage, sage colored sweatsuit. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Yo, we uh maybe like a few months ago. I was telling you how, like, I I think I even brought it up on the podcast, how I refuse to, like, not get ready in the morning, not, mm-hmm. like, 
put on clothes to like go get my coffee and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause it's just, I start my day like that and I've gotten so sick of like lacing up my boots. Yeah. Buttoning my shirt up. Yeah. And now the other day I texted you and I said, I'm getting sweatsuits. I started buying sweatsuits. I got in. sweatsuits, sneakers. Uh, and that's my life now. I mean, I've definitely, um, I've definitely transitioned to full sneaker wearing at this point. Which is funny because I, I fucking hated that. And I was text, texting you weeks ago that I threw out my sneakers. Yeah, I didn't like it either for a while. I was I was into yeah. the boots for a good amount of time. But I just, I rediscovered my love of sneakers. I'm not Would like a sneaker boots? head. Yeah. No, you are. You got mm-hmm. really expensive sneakers. Not, yeah, but I'm not like, I'm not like, yo, the Yeezys or whatever. Like, I don't care about that shit. You know, yeah, like the, the Jordans with the gold-plated neon, this or whatever. Like the release, I'm not going to stand out on the street and wait. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that crazy. Would you still wear your boots? Like, if you had to dress up for something, like a little bit, you go on sneakers? No, I'm not that. I'm not that guy. No, okay, if I yeah, have to yeah, dress yeah. up, I'm wearing appropriate attire. Yeah, I appreciate that because yeah. something bothers me about wearing sneakers and trying to dress up. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, like Aaron's that. been watching The Bachelor and he was like wearing a suit with like his sneakers to show that he's kind of like a playful dude that likes to dress up and it's like no you just look like a child yeah it looks so forced when people do that like the worst thing is yeah. like I remember when um when I got married and we were looking at photographers and you would look through like some of the photographers portfolios and there would always be <laughs> dude it was the fucking worst there would always be like this married couple in the middle of Manhattan and it's a black and white picture and the only thing that's in color is the yellow cab in the background. Oh god! And then the and the and like either the husband or the wife is wearing like like Chuck Taylor Converse. Yeah, yeah, and they're in color. And it's just like, yo, it's it, no, they're not in color because they're black and white oh. sneakers. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. yo, that is the cheesiest, dumbest thing. I hate like bright colored suits and things like that too. Or like when, yeah. like those kinds of things or like weird ties or like they decide to wear like, <laughs> weird ties. like what you, you know what I mean? Though. I do you know, know what, what you mean. mean. And it's like, uh, like this knit tie that I'm wearing. Do you like this knit tie? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. I'll wear a knit tie. What are you talking about? Yeah, but it, it's gotta, it's gotta be right. What co- you going to wear a square tie? Square I'm wearing, tie? I'm wearing a, I have a square knit tie that is Navy blue and it looks fantastic. Square knit tie. Uh huh. So it's squared off on the bottom. Squared off on the bottom. It's knit and it's navy blue. And it's a Yo, beautiful tie. Chuck that tie. shit in the garbage. Nah. <laughs> you know what? I take it back. I like a nice I like a nice interesting tie and a nice pair of interesting socks to like really like spice up a suit. Oh no, dude. I've sat in too many meetings where with the sock guy in the meeting. Like in the corporate world. That's yeah. like uh the, the, that's the guy that wears funky socks and they always start off the meeting. What kind of socks are you wearing today? Uh, today I got day? buses on my socks. You got what? Buses on my socks. Buses? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about buses. I'm talking about just like interesting colors or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. But it can't be like stand out. Depends. It can't be like over. Are you going to wear some like highlighter yellow socks? Yeah, I might. I might do that, actually. No, you would not. I might do that. Yeah, not. I might do that. You know what? Aaron would never let you leave the house wearing yellow. <laughs> 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 you got to take that knit tie and you got to finish knitting it so it's a full scarf like it was meant to be. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm back on sneakers. I'm definitely back on sneakers. 
Oh yeah. No, I'm a you know what? Maybe I'll wear a knit tie with my Nikes. Next really, podcast? Really fuck you up. Yeah, that'll get people to watch the video podcast. <laughs> it is available. <laughs> um we got a oh, dude, I don't even know if we want to go to this dark question. Oh man. We're gonna go dark. This is this is, I don't a, know. This is a long one. Yeah, this is a long question. You know what? We could go No. Okay, good. Let's do this question. You know why? Oh, fuck. Because we were just talking about personal choice. And I think this question goes into personal choice. Okay. All right. You know what so I mean? So we got a question and we had to sum it up a little bit because it was a pretty long question. Um, I'm feeling so lost and disheartened. Dare I say ashamed to be an American these days. Maskless people celebrating football teams, congressmen and congresswomen refusing to wear masks during a lockdown, MAGA, no accountability, the list goes on and on. I'm torn between, um, sorry, gotta scroll. I'm torn between being scared for our country because this is just the beginning and being hopeful and strong because I know I shouldn't let terrorists instill fear in me. I'm seriously considering moving to say Canada I don't know if we'll allow it, but um, from what I hear, people are so incredibly kind and nice, almost to a fault. False. It is false. (laughs) (laughs) I think we get the reputation because we're not as like... uh, Brash as Americans. Yeah. You know what? I'll say that like we're like passive aggressive. Yeah. You got that. Like that's like that's like West Coast America style though. Yeah. Absolutely. California, uh, Seattle, Portland, very passive aggressive areas. And just so you know, if you're an American and you move to Canada, we are going to think you're uh, an American asshole. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) It would be like a Canadian moving to the United States and it's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Here comes a nice guy. Yeah. Um, It's really funny, though, uh, on that. Is is because you are you still like apologize for shit all the time? I think you do it less now because I would call you out on it constantly. Yeah. Um, but then I hear stories about what you did as a kid, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's a piece of shit, just like everybody else I grew up with. <laughs> hey, man, nobody nobody else knows those stories. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, this question particularly, and I guess cut out an important part, but was referring to what happened at. Uh, capital oh right um Um, this is what i think and i think it's very easy to sum up um as an american you have a choice and that's what that's what makes america a great place is that you have mm -hmm. a choice about how you choose to feel it feels to some people that you are getting squeezed more and more each day but the reality of it is is you're not um, there are just people that are getting louder and louder. And whether you agree yeah. or disagree with them is is where your stress is coming from. Now, to me, I think the beauty of America is that you have the opportunity to make a difference by voting, by talking, by assembling people of like minds to know to, you know, go to places and um protest things that you disagree with, which we've seen a lot of in the past, you know, 10 or 12 months or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think 
whether you agree with what's happening or you disagree with it or you think something is terrible, you think something is great or whatever, I think you need to appreciate the fact that you have the opportunity to make a difference. Whether you want to make a difference or not is a different story altogether. But I think, I think to, to automatically be scared about what you see or to think that the only way around this is to flee, mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's the wrong way to go. You need to be loyal to the place where you're from and give it a chance. You know, give, But you have to put something back into it. You have yeah. to feel like you're contributing something. If you feel like you've put so, like, look at the people who have been civil rights activists and 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 things that you know where they literally give their lives for something that they believe in over the yeah. course of time. Like, differences can be made by one person. Differences can be made by a group of people, and that is not always the case in other countries. There are yeah. places with true dictators, not this you know, clown dictator that we have. Um, it's like there are real places that have legitimate dictators where you can go outside and if you do something the wrong way, they'll shoot you on the spot. Like, yeah, I was going to say the fact that you can literally tweet something saying uh, Trump's a dipshit mm-hmm. and you're not getting thrown in jail or right. like, you know what I mean? That's a Dude, the, per- the perfect example, I think, is with China, where those scientists, and this is, I don't know how true this is, but I, I read this a bunch of times from a bunch of different places about the scientists that discovered um, COVID, and they they were using kind of like an encrypted chat app to talk about it because they were afraid of the government silencing them because they didn't, you know, it's it's the same thing as like the Chernobyl thing where the government doesn't want to feel embarrassed so they silence the people who might end up making them look like fools for something being a certain way, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, d- despite the fact that there are people who get unjustly murdered in this country um, by people in power, I think for the most part, you do have the opportunity to say, this is my home and I want to state how I feel about this. And, and, and you know, I think eventually things will always come back to a middle ground, a moderate place mm-hmm. where people can coexist in this in this place. And it's tough too. Like we're like two episodes in a row of talking about shit like this. But you know, yeah. obviously this is a significant part of our history. And even as a Canadian you can see that because it affects you guys too. Like this is this is some shit that's never happened. It hasn't happened since eighteen twelve, you know? Yeah. It's interesting to see I guess to that to that point it's interesting to see it happening in the United States or yeah. or trickling over to here right where we thought it we were kind of invincible maybe in a way right. from things like that but i think to call those people like i mean a lot of those people are dipshits yeah, for yeah, sure 100 percent. but then to be like to call them terrorists it's like really want it like just like leaving your country is kind of worse like why not fight for your for what you think yeah. i don't know i don't i wouldn't label any of those people just because like i mean was that wasn't that shit over in like four hours that's yeah, dude. That's really or weak. It was Weak-minded. super weak. Those people were super weak. Like when you see people who are actually fighting 
you know, whether whether they're like trying to overthrow the government or whether they're trying to fight the government or whatever it is, when people in other countries legitimately do that, they make they they cause damage. They will go yeah. in and they will burn and they will pillage and they will rape and they will destroy. Like that shit didn't happen. You know, like even you can you can make arguments for like some protests and stuff that got out of hand over the summer where like people who um, wanted to take advantage of the situation started burning and stealing and stuff like that. Even that is just like it ended and it ended on its own. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like people just got tired and they were just like, okay, like, like if you want to lay waste and you want to leave like a fucking trail of dead, that yeah. can happen. I mean, look what's happening in like a place like Belarus right now, where right. it's like it's going through literally like a revolution, and like people are like that shit's scary, yeah. or you know, yeah. and it's like not to say that, not to undermine what happened because right. it's bad what's happening, but it's it's almost more of a product of like really all we've been talking about the last few episodes, which is just like people, I guess, having opinions about things they shouldn't have opinions about. Yeah, but and it you, doesn't. It, it it's a funny thing too. Is like like my wife was saying. She's like, well, the people who were you know storming the Capitol, like, what's their end game? And it's yeah. really funny when you see the interviews of some of them when when they were walking out, and they're like, well, what what was your plan? Blah blah blah, whatever. Then they're like, well, we wanted to get in, but you know, I kind of got bored, so I left. You got yeah. bored. Yeah. Like, why did you, you just went in there just so you could take a picture of yourself to post on like Instagram? Like, that is the reason you did it. Like you don't have yeah. any like philosophical like differences that you need to f- see justified. Like you just went in there because you were bored. Like that's not a real fucking revolution, you know. Yeah, and then, I'm most of this. Yeah. Well, for that Go reason ahead. alone is why you shouldn't be scared of what those people are. Yeah. It's a joke, you know. It's a it's a joke revolution. They they, they it's like and people died over something that's a joke revolution too. It's like five or six people at this point I think are dead because of that and it's a joke and you shouldn't like that's not to me that's not something to be scared of i think yeah there are much worse things i mean just the pandemic alone is much scarier than that like a a, a invisible virus that could kill you if you're the wrong person in the wrong place you know it's uh it's not these freaking clowns that get dressed up and don't even know what they're all talking about they all have different they're all these these different clans and they all have different conspiracy theories and shit like that. Like I'm more mad that these people ruined the entertainment value of conspiracy theories for the rest of us. That is true. Hey, remember at one point when like, when you hear a good conspiracy theory and you're like, Whoa, yeah, this is fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like there was podcasts that I would listen to on conspiracy theories and be like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like now it's the ramblings of like your crazy uncle or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. I don't right. Yeah, right, tell me yeah. something that's truthful. Exactly, uh, and that's why I think it's just like it, I I will I will continue. You know, it's it's so funny too. Like when I did when the when my book was released, um, an illustrator by the name of Julia Rothman interviewed me at Parsons um, for like the big like the big like release bash, and she had brought up the fact that I did a lot of Americana stuff. And, you know, like the state of the country and Trump and blah, blah, blah. And how do I feel about it and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for me to become an embarrassed or ashamed American. Because I'm not, 
I'm, I'm not a person who's in the minority thinking that I want people to be free and equal. I think, I think in general, we all want to be able to live and work together and not have these things kind of like tear us apart. Like I, I'm proud that like I live in a place where if I get you Brent and my neighbor and my brother and my friend and this and that and this stranger from the deli or whatever and we all agree that what's happening is not right we can come together and we can fight that like yeah that's what makes it great like you can do that and that's and it's like i have plenty of people who are like-minded with me that i know mm-hmm. that that is my america not the people but who you're are also, doing some you know what i'm saying but you're also not scared to expose yourself to differing ideas Right. 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 And, and I think there's you have a big to. difference between. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. have to. Uh, yeah. And we've talked about this before. It's like, I'll come to you like pretty like sure of something. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, well, did you consider this? And it's like, oh, no, I didn't. Right. It's like, you're right. Like, uh, I was wrong. And it's well, like. The, the, the interesting thing about it is, is like, <clears throat> especially when we're talking about this, like, ultra conservative or ultra liberal or whatever it's you can be on either one of those sides but the fucked up part is is there's even the slightest there could be something about the person on the other side that makes sense to you oh yeah Yeah, you know what i mean and you're just like well that part we can agree on it's the rest of the shit you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and that's the weird thing is that you're just toting your parties line you almost can't even agree on those little things right that you know we both agree on like hey you should drink water it's like uh yeah you think we should drink water i don't think so yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's a bad idea <laughs> i mean i texted you the other day and i mean this isn't like a new idea or anything but i said like conservatives should respect that like liberals make i mean we make like art and education and things like that right like really great shit we make arguably why the country is great Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. canada and the united states right and conservatives need to respect that but then liberals need to respect that conservatives are ultimately fighting foreign whatever policies and things like that trying to take those things away from us you know and so we're kind of all fighting for the same thing we just are, are on either making it or fighting for it and for some reason we can't respect yeah those ideas and i think the bottom line is is that we all we all need each other to work you know Mm -hmm. like it's a machine that we all like you said like we we need all of those pieces you can't this is this is it's it's the same way that i kind of describe the seasons right like i fucking hate the winter i hate it but like if i didn't have the winter when the spring came i wouldn't feel that like absolute joy of like the first 65 degree day you know what i mean like these things need to these things need to exist. The problem is, it's like when, you know, like the hatred or the ignorance or the hypocrisy gets to levels that are completely intolerable, that it drives mm-hmm. you insane. That's, that's the stuff that sucks. But, yeah. but for the, just, just the, 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 the opinions and the types of people, like we need each other, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you need to have some, you can't, how could you consider yourself a liberal or a conservative if there's not someone on the other side to, to make you yeah. that way yeah absolutely you know you kind of funny it's like we're playing a uh, fucking child's game that's all where it it's is. like we're trying to balance the hate so it's not too extreme that, right yeah and uh, yeah man i don't know and the states i don't know 
I don't know how the States is going, but specifically where I live, it's kind of becoming, uh, I don't want to shit on all of Canada or anything or all of <laughs> where I'm from, but I mean, there's like a large problem, lack of education. Sure. I suppose. Sure. And I mean, like, like people can look it up where I, like in Alberta, the average IQ is like very low. Yeah. And that that's like, I, that sounds like I'm being a dick, but uh, what's that Aristotle? Man, I always just come back to quotes and you things like quotes, that. You love quotes, man. You're a quote master. Dude. But I mean, like Aristotle talked about um, something about like the biggest detriment to a country is its inability to edu- educate its people sure. or something like that. Sure. And it's like, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's really that's a really good point too, because you look at all these like QAnon types and stuff. Yeah, and when they will have when they will a- attempt to get into an I- intellectual argument with someone on the internet, what is the thing that they say? I did my research. I did yeah. my research. Right. Oh yeah. It's like the catchphrase, but like all they're doing is like reading other conspiracy sites. Yeah. You know, it's like, did you know that George Bush was actually an alien? And it's just like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Really? Erin rants to me all the time when people say, I did my research. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. I know. It's just like, yo, I went to school for six years. I did my research. (laughs) I didn't read three sites on the internet that was like linked via like a Facebook like retail store. You know, she's been writing one paper for two years. You know what I mean? Like on one idea. (laughs) Like, it's like, uh, yeah, the idea of I did my research. It's like, to have that fucking half-baked idea that you have where it's like, yeah, I bet that's the first thing I Google when I Google that topic. Oh, yeah, like dude. First. And it's it's especially bad with like pandemic stuff too because it's yeah. like it's so new and it's so fresh that like the information that comes out in the media is 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 almost simultaneous with how scientists are discovering it. So like yeah. everyone's kind of on the same plane. It's you're not like you're watching TV and they're telling you something new that you haven't heard or read about already. You yeah. know, like whenever you see like like Fauci get up there or any kind of scientist or or doctor or something, and they're telling you some shit, it's usually just like yeah, I read this already. You know. Yeah. And you don't know who's yeah. telling the truth, and you don't know what's what's a lie, and you don't know who's just like embellishing just for the sake of getting attention. And it's just like that's to, that to me is 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 the scarier part, but I think, you know, is it, you know, when the virus starts to go away and, and life starts to get a little bit more normal and we don't have like an incendiary device as a president, it's, that's like, you, you see these things, you, none of these things exist without someone fanning the flames to it. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of normal people just don't want to deal with that. Like whether you were conservative or liberal or middle of the road or whatever, you just like, I just want to live my life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I just want to work my nine to five, and when I'm done, I want to get on Netflix and watch the new season of Stranger Things. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Like, I don't care about. Yeah, like honestly, I mean, I find like a lot of the. That's the problem too. Is like I'm consuming a lot of the politics from like a comedy standpoint. Yeah, like I don't read President Trump's tweets and be like, "Whoa!" I'm yeah. reading it as like this is going to be fucking something like that's funny. It's going to be a joke. Yeah. Uh, which is right. the problem, right? Because we shouldn't be consuming those things for entertainment. Well, he, but we here's, are. here's the other thing, too, is that it's 
And prior prior to the last few years, I would consider myself a non-political person, you know, yeah. which I think is one of the one of the most em- embarrassing things I feel like I can say because when I when I am saying and, and I'm complaining about being fed up with the shit that I see, um, and I I think about like I didn't want to have to worry about this. That's so lucky of me to be able to yeah. say I'm not a political person because there are people in other countries they're getting steamrolled by like yeah. their their dictators like personal army they don't have a choice they don't have a choice yeah. to be political or not you know like they can't just like feel like well if I ignore politics I'm still probably going to be just fine which you are in this country you know yeah. but like in other countries you don't have that choice like you're either going to fight for your freedom or you're going to die yeah you know? dude that's that's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. So that's the hard thing is like uh, you don't want to underplay what's happening in the states or what's happening in Canada because like we've had a few fucked up things as well. But it's like, is this is this truly the beginning of something worse? I don't think so. I don't think so because yeah. I think I, I, I think even you know, like say for instance, like Trump's bullshit about like I was I was a landslide victory and all blah 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 whatever. Even if you were to consider and say you gave him, you know, like the the three or four states that he said that he won, this still, you know, if if he had that many more votes, there's still half the country that disagrees. Yeah. So you can't, yeah. like, you just can't argue that. You can't say that it's all gone. If for some reason, like, literally every person you know was just like, you know what, Hitler was on to something. You know, like if that was everybody, if it was like your kid's first grade teacher and your doctor and the guy at the grocery store and the fucking the the the, the person who's your mail delivery, you know, like like if everyone was walking around with Nazi armbands and you couldn't get away with it, then maybe it's time to, to pick up and move. But like mm-hmm. it's literally like a like a portion, a loud portion of the country that makes it hard for us to kind of consume media without being, you know, berated by like stupid, crazy, ignorant, hypocritical shit. But like, it's, it's not, we're not there yet. We're not even close to there yet. You know? No. Don't go anywhere. And honestly, uh, it's not going to get, well, it might get worse. Um, It could get worse, but I don't think it's ever going to get worse to the point where we actually just like, completely crumble that's my personal opinion i mean i could be wrong maybe i'm way off base but i think that like everything in it at least in terms of like what the people in this country feel i feel like yeah. we will always end up kind of like finding that kind of like balance where we can still all disagree with each other but in the at the end of the day we all still just want to like live our lives that's what sucks man is is now that you're saying that it's like this really seems like more of a product of media and social media directly mm-hmm. yeah and it's something that moving to canada you're not going to avoid uh because i mean i text you daily like bullshit that about alberta about canada right and things like that it's like you're going to still experience that because because what you're really experiencing is exactly what you said you're just experiencing like a media's perspective on the thing and if you looked at it truthfully you'd realize it's kind of just like honestly what if trump got voted in again mm-hmm. or four more years of some bullshit like some straight bullshit with with uh i mean it would be a big deal i guess for some people or whatever i mean but, it would definitely be a big deal like because he started going off the rails at the end 
you know. But it, I heard he started going off the rails because it was over. <laughs> yeah, you know right, I mean? right, right, right. <laughs> but like, like say started, for instance, say for instance, he got the election overturned, and they were just like, you yeah. know what, you're right. Where do you go from where he was? You know, like, and then yeah, you got another yeah. four years. Like, where do you go from there? You know, and and the 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 really the what I what I think. And again, this is me. I'm not super educated in this type of thing, but like, I feel like this is all a product of the way we consumed media. You know, yep. reality TV shows. He was a soundbite president, man. He gave the media exactly what they wanted. These little short, you know, dude, whatever. How many characters Twitter is? Forget about, forget about the media, dude. This entire country asked for it when you. Yep. When you make reality TV the center of your core entertainment where things need to be like, okay, reality TV is quote reality TV, right? Like everybody knows it's not real. It's not a documentary. It's no, I mean, to sell those shows, they have to script it usually. Exactly. Which is insane. Exactly. And, and the fact that us as a, as a people, gave that so much weight the fact that a person like him got elected to be president i don't know how you could expect it to be anything else this is we yeah. cultivated this this culture and that's what we ended up with and no one likes it now but you know what like that's what we that's what we made we made it we made yeah. him the president because of what we did. Like, if every show was fucking like Leave It to Beaver and the Twilight Zone from like 1961, this guy would not be president. But every yeah. show was like Keeping Up with the Kardashians Summer Edition in Hawaii, where everyone needs to be rich and perfect and powerful and in, and and not interesting, but like like all all these things where it's just like. Um, how how can we how can we spice this up? Well, this episode, this person threw a drink in this one's face, but the next yeah. episode, this one hit the other one over the head with a skateboard. But in the next episode, this one ran the other one over with their Jeep. But in the next episode, this one flew their private jet into their into their cabana. But in the next, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. But that's what you. That is a very true. It's like you watch reality TV. And you start thinking, God, my life's a little boring. Right. But it's like, guess what? Most most of the time, like Kanye West isn't sitting on a private jet flying right, around. Right, right, right. cool. You know what I mean? Give me the reality TV show where all these celebrities are doing what they actually do in reality. Show me Cameron Diaz in a baseball hat picking up apples and being like, mm, this one's a little soft. You know what I mean? And being like, oh, there's the paparazzi. I got to hide my face again. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because right. I have a I have a zit on my forehead right now, and I don't want it to show up on the cover of exactly, TMZ. exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Show me, show me, show me Kanye West sitting at his house, like um, having trouble like getting the dishwasher to close the right way. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you know he struggles with that, man. You know he struggles with that. <laughs> He's like, man, every time I put this fucking thing in, the thing gets stuck, and then I try to close it, but it, it doesn't close all the way, and then I get water. You know, like that's reality. That's what real reality. Some water is. splashed on me, and I thought, wow, that's gonna look like my next Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's reality. That's yeah, reality. yeah. And it's... sitting in lawyers' offices and being like, hey, how come I didn't get my my money for this? Yeah, you know, they all 
those exact problems. I mean, Kanye West doesn't shut up about how this person screwed him out of this million dollars and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not, we're all, yeah. I honestly think, I think all of this is just growing pains because if you, th- if you look at the last hundred years, right, look at 1921 to 2021 and think about the amount of significant technological advancement. And then you look from 1921 to 1821 to 1721 to 1621, there was advancement, but not at the rate that we've had in the last hundred years. Yeah. Like, look at the difference from the iPhone 1 to the iPhone 12. Yeah. AR, this, scan that, do this, this suggests this, blah, 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 blah. The first one was just a touch screen. That's all it was. Yo, my life when I was 10 years old, the way the world was when I was 10 Mm -hmm. compared to now is incredibly different. Yeah. And I I think we're all just learning how to live with the speed of information, the speed of technology. Like, yeah, I could... Yo, right now I can write a conspiracy article and I can share it to Facebook and it by by Friday I'll have a mob of people waiting to, you know, do whatever I say. Yeah. You know, and Wait, I'm talking, are you talking like, about starting a cult? I'm talking yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'm down. I I have seen and I, I look at this because especially like over the past couple of years, I've developed more of an interest in kind of like the science of cults and how they happen. And it's super interesting to see how um, people can manipulate others' thoughts, even intelligent people, especially intelligent people, how they can be manipulated to just follow and do whatever, you know? It's like that- Is that um, Bernie Madoff? Well, what what was that? What's that old like prison experiment? Um, Oh, uh, Stanford. uh, Yes. Yes. Like that, just to that that kind of that the way that, like uh, the human personality, the human character, can just be so easily swayed into thinking something, and just just so we can feel like we're part of something, you know? Yeah, but it's also like uh, specifically like that Bernie Madoff, the mm-hmm. investor that was like taking all that money from really smart investors and yeah. things like that yep. that had no idea. I think. They don't exactly know how it was running, right? But I think it was like he was taking investors' money and they had the option to like invest with him and not get the profits back. Right. Or you could get the profits back. And he just had to make sure that the money coming in could pay the profits back. Right. To the people that wanted their profits at the end of every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like using other lower. people's money to pay. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. yeah. And then, and then it was kind of like, oh, this guy wants his money back, so we're going to get a bunch more investors like, yeah. to give us our money. And yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> kind of amazing. <laughs> but you're like making spreadsheets to be like, oh, this month we only have like $100 million to give out. So right, these returns were only $100 million <laughs> But like worth. how many people were doing shit like that that didn't get caught? Oh, so many. How many you people know? are doing that right now? Oh, yeah. So many still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many. But I think, I, think, what... I think that like the bottom line when it comes to all this stuff is just like, if you believe a certain thing and you are afforded the opportunity to live in a place like we live, and I know it's different for everybody. Everyone has a different experience. But for the most part, I think you, you still have you still have the option to try and make your life better. Yeah. You gotta stay. You know, like you can't just you can't run away from the problem. You need to stay there, you need to stick it out, you need to, you know, to me too, like I, I also like my whole thing is I'd rather go down with the ship 
then I think yeah. then then leave it. You know, like when the hurricanes hit New York a couple of years back, I'm I was just like I don't want to go anywhere. Like I did I didn't like especially when we lived in Brooklyn for the first hurricane. Um, my wife got nervous, so we left. But if if I was by myself, fuck it, man, I would have been sitting by the window just watching. Yeah, like watching. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that makes me think of the end of Fight Club. And yeah, right. He's standing in the window, just watching all the buildings collapse. I fucking love that part, man. Right. It's it, to me. I'm like, if you you're in it, you're in it, or you're not in it. You know, like yeah. if you're gonna make like. Yeah, like shit can break your heart, but like so can everything. Like your best friend can break your heart. That doesn't mean you're not best friends anymore. Your parents can disappoint you. Your your brothers and sisters can you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit happens. It's exactly, yeah. And what we're seeing a lot of is people being like, I don't like the way that the states is functioning. I need to leave. And it's like I could see if you're like, yo, I was totally mistreated. Right. Racially profiled. Sure. Like blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Then, then it's like you want to leave, like yeah, like you know what? If that's happening guest. to you, like maybe yeah, yeah. you sh- like maybe you get out of there. Yeah, you get out of there. <laughs> yeah, get out of wherever you are. But uh, because you don't like the perception or 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 whatever is, just yeah. stay. And yeah, like if you if you if yeah, right. Like if you walk out of your house and just by walking out of your house, a cop runs up to you and and friggin' shoots you in the knee. Or like you walk out and you get pistol whipped and it's like literally every day you get pulled over, you get this, you get that. Like, yeah, I might want to leave that place too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, if you're not experiencing it, and there are people who do experience it and they're like, fuck it, I'm not going anywhere. This is my home. This is my home just as much as it's your home. Yeah. You know? Um, And I feel like we did a really good job taking a real controversial subject right there and just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> surface grinding it yeah that's 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 it man i mean come on yeah you know <laughs> could have done better dude that is a that is a that is a loaded question yeah it is that is a loaded question because like if it was an easy question to answer that sh- it wouldn't exist anymore <laughs> you know what i mean like it would have yeah. been fixed already yeah i mean that well don't you feel like a lot of problems like you grow up and you're like oh that'll be fixed when i'm an adult and then you grow up and it's like, yo, how is this not, how are we not figuring out a better way to navigate this? Like, I know. What the fuck? I know. I know. Yeah. And, and that goes for like the dumbest things too. It's like, you could, you still can't figure out how to do this. You really like, it goes yeah, for yeah, like yeah. a lot of design programs and shit like that. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. you just like, like, you know how this should be. Yeah. Just like Photoshop yeah. still can't do this. Like why I have to do it this way. Oh, unless, I mean, like for me, I, there probably is a better way already though. I yeah. Just don't yeah. Know it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and we'll we'll explore that in other episodes i mean i honestly i i i waste too much time consuming the 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 the, the current events of today and we all do i think because you can't get away from it it's not even the current events that's the problem too right is like media is like true journalism has become narrative right and so it's just like you're just exploring like somebody's interpretation and somebody's bullshit opinion of that yeah it's not news anymore yeah and that i think it's like it's you're right and it's like becoming an adult and and just and just dealing with the shit on a daily basis and seeing that things don't change the way you want them to or the way that you would expect them to or whatever it's just that's part of life too man yeah like shit sucks (laughs) you gotta find you gotta find your your spot 
that makes yeah. you happy. And how do you make how do you make life better? How do you yeah? Right? How do you make your life worth living? Yeah, because you you're kids? not kids. Like, do you travel? Do you do you not? Do you go not go anywhere and sit in your you know in a in your room like playing guitar all day? Like, what, what makes your life worth the living? Yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking you definitely sit in a room and play guitar all day, but don't know how to play guitar, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my life. Man. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully this is kind of the end of like a lot of the political talk, you know, because it's not fun. And I think we all have fatigue from it. Yeah. You know? I think this and applies to design as well, though. Like, we It can- definitely does. It definitely does. I mean, it, all this shit always, you can apply any part of society to any industry, I think, because it's still just yeah. people doing shit. Yeah, I mean, if you're a creative designer, then you can apply anything to any create any industry. I mean, you should because you got the you got the creativity to do it. Yo, tell me that you can't look at any type of current event and apply it to a design situation, whether mm-hmm. it's a client or a conference or an employer or an employee or a a message board or something that has people interacting as a type of community. Yeah. It's going to be the same. Yeah. Tell me like, 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 okay. So like, say you're at a, say you're working at an agency and one of the, like, I don't know, whatever, like doofus and fucking brothers co. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And like the, like the owner is a complete asshole. And everyone stands at the water fountain when he's sick for the day, and they're like, "Yo, tomorrow we're all gonna we're all gonna confront him. We're gonna tell him how we feel, you know." And then, like, some people chicken out, and like, this happens. Yeah. You know, like you can apply all this stuff, you know. And then there's some people who go in there like 100 percent ready to fight, and then that person's like on their own, and then they're just like yelling, and everyone's kind of look at them weird or whatever, like. Yeah, all this stuff can be applied to to all this shit. So it, it sucks. Oh man, you just you just really uh, I just had an epiphany in what you're saying there. I did. You gave me an epiphany. You, you gave have me an epiphany. epiphany. Yeah, because it's like I kind of really like I see the stuff that's happening at Capitol or whatever, and it's just like I don't, I kind of don't care, but I'll make jokes and things like that or sure. whatever. And I've I've worked in a place where it was like very toxic because of the uh, boss, right? And I kind of feel bad because maybe I, I would joke about it all the time. Like, and I think the people that I was talking to, they would talk about it too, but it might not have been as funny for them as, as it was for me. Cause I truly didn't care that the guy was toxic. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I was like, I don't care. I'm, I'm going home at the end of the day. They pay me on time. I kind of like, it's not yeah, ruining this, my life. Yeah. He, um, you're not, you're not letting him impact you that way. Yeah. And yeah. so I kind of like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I should have come with it with came to that situation, realizing that probably other people weren't experiencing it as so funny as I was. Right. Well, there's also some people who maybe caught it a lot harder than you. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially yeah, like go- you get like that real like slime ball boss who's like sexual harassing people, you yeah. know, and maybe he's a dick to you. But like he's not cornering you and making you uncomfortable and like maybe yeah. scared. You know, yeah. You just get pissed off at him and you walk out. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. There's, that's yeah, true. it's it all comes down to the human experience, right? And it's just like how what's what's your 
what's your version of it dude that's a hard thing because like I, I love going for walks at night right i love going for like once it gets dark out that's easy I for like you you're you're a dude that's not afraid of confrontation i know and and it, i go to i was like to aaron i was like why don't you like going for walks at night and yeah. she's like i don't feel safe and i was like yeah. what do you mean like you're with me she's yeah. like i still don't feel safe and i was like oh like shit like I, I yeah i've never i've never gone out at night and been like worried no me neither my wife says yeah. it to me all the time too she's like she's like you don't go out for a jog and worry that you're gonna get raped kidnapped and murdered yeah yeah yeah. you know and kind of i'm like if somebody did confront me like that you're ready like, then yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i know dude and, and so, let, me t- let me tell you sucks. like like i i feel like like I've taken a punch from my wife. Like we used to, we used to do like kickboxing classes and shit together. Like I know yeah. that she can hit hard, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know, like there are physical differences between men and women, especially predators and women unsuspecting that it's just, it's not the same. Yeah. Like the weakest male could. Well, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I've never been worried about going out. No, and so I feel bad that that's a reality for most people, right? Yeah, for yeah. Over 50%. I mean, you, you could even say like people in the you know in the workplace. Forget about like like violence and harassment and stuff like that. What about people who, you know, what about nepotism? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, my uncle's the creative director at this agency. He said I can get a job there. Cool. Like, what about the person who's paying for college out of their own pocket because their family doesn't have anything and they have to work at some shithole place and they never even get the opportunity? Maybe they're a billion times better than this other person. Yeah. They never Which get the is chance. Usually the case. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So everybody's everyone takes it differently. Everyone deals with different shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's about just trying to see it from their perspective or mm. oh, imagine, that. imagine trying to understand how someone else lives <laughs> wait what's that called yeah. i don't know it's called america yeah it's called <laughs> it's definitely not called america <laughs> we got zero empathy <laughs> oh man well bottom line is don't go anywhere you'll be fine it'll be okay just have because a now bit. that you thought about going somewhere, you're at, you're you're getting kicked out of the country. <laughs> you're getting tossed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Well, I think we're doing pretty good on episodes. We're keeping yeah. to our word so far. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of other shit lined up too. We got a uh, we got some good guests coming up. Excited for that. Brent yeah. and I were trying to decide whether or not Brent should be on the guest episode or not. I say he should be because I think he offers a good outsider's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I would never want to influence like uh, those conversations, which I don't think I will. No, You're I don't right. think so either. I won't. We're just going to use you as a punching bag anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, if that guest is very rude to me, uh, I'll develop a a uh, anger towards them and treat them very, very, very poorly. <laughs> uh, 
I think yeah. that's I think that's safe to say. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. we'll judge. We'll 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 see who's 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 a, an asshole to you, and then who you actually yeah. end up liking. My bet is that you're not going to like anybody. Whoa! You actually think? Yeah, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna develop an issue with somebody at some point for the next oh, guest, you, you're and saying- then the following guest you'll have something else. You'll have a problem with them, and then the guest after that you'll have a problem with them. I'm just this is the this is the pattern I'm gonna see. Oh no! Do you think that's true? Maybe I don't know. I could have just made I that think up. By playing devil's advocate, I always just like judge. Yeah, but I'm never actually truly judging. Does that make sense? No. I'll pick. I'll pick on things <laughs> about people. Like, but I see those things in myself as well. <laughs> yeah, I think right. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just talk you into hating whoever it is, and then I'm gonna point out the fact that you don't like them, and then just be like, <laughs> see, I was right. No, but you're going to do it while they're there. Yeah. Brent doesn't like you. <laughs> Me and Brent were uh, messaging before this, and he just doesn't seem to like you a He's lot. He's just not a fan. I don't know why. Sure, what don't you like about this guest? <laughs> <laughs> I'll come with my notes. I'll pull up my glasses, put them on. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I guess, should we get people to write in guest recommendations? Yeah. Tell us no. if you got, if there's, yeah, you know what? Because we're, we're going to do, we're not going to do it all the time, but we'll do it. And And if you got people that you're interested in, uh, us talking to. Now, listen, we're not interested in the typical hero worship bullshit. Like, we want to do real, real conversations, yeah. talking about real things, talk, you know, stuff that's like, like we're, we're going to, um, we've been talking about this for a while, but we're going to have Benny Gold on. And we want to talk to him about like the rise and fall of his store and like why he decided to call it quits and all that shit. Like, it's, you know, the harder stuff. Like, you know, is it finances? Is it family? Is it burnout? Is it, you know, what is it? So like, we want to talk about that type of shit. And, uh, if you got people who you're interested in hearing from, you know, you know, Brent and I are not scared to ask those questions and talk about tough shit. So if you got them, you know, when you send in questions, send in, send a, send a suggestion. We'll reach out, see if they're down. I'd like that. Cool. Glad you like that. That's really great. That made me feel good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Stay up! A frozen break that paralyzes the truth! Rocket to the source of freaking